0: Welcome back, finally, to Movies with Wrestlers. After two long years, we're back. It's kind of hard to believe I I had every intention of continuing. I think the last episode I released was in the very end of 2018. And I had planned on taking maybe like a month, maybe two months off. Still recording episodes in that time, but just not releasing them. Just taking it slow. Clearly that shit didn't happen. Um, a lot has changed. I, I now have not one, but two kids. I have a new job. I have so many new things happening in my life, including a new season of movies with wrestlers. Um, this season is a little bit different. I've, I've changed up the format a little bit in the past. I would have it very, very structured with movie lines interspersed throughout the episode. You know, I like doing that, but it's a lot of work, and if I'm trying to keep things realistic with myself and what I have time for and what I don't, the movie lines just kind of had to go. Um, that's not to say I'll never do that again. I There will be times where I'm sure that I'll pepper a, a line in here and there, but for the most part, it is mainly conversational. Um, this season has a theme. I promised that at the end of last season, two-plus years ago. Um the theme this season is John Cena versus The Rock. We're going to find out who the better actor is. We took five Rock movies and five Cena movies. We made it as equal as possible. We pitted them up against each other and and we decided the winner. Um another difference is I used to have a different guest every episode. This time around I I chose to to ask my best friend Connor who I used to host shooting the show with. Um I've podcasted with him for years and he was kind enough to to come on each episode and and help me determine who the better actor between John Cena and The Rock is. Um we have a another guest mixed in there for the last episode, but for the most part it's it's just Connor and I picking these movies apart. These episodes were recorded kind of sporadically. Uh we did the first episode Halloween of 2020. That's this episode. So this one was recorded uh, a few months prior to the, the rest of them. The rest of it, what actually really got my my motivation going was I'd COVID entered my house and I had to quarantine for a good two and a half weeks. So I figured while I'm not doing anything, I might as well be doing something. So the rest of the episodes, two through episode 10, will be done in that time frame. Uh I think we did 9 episodes in I want to say 11 days, 12 days. We were doing them every day for a minute there. <laughs> so, first of all, thanks Connor for uh taking the time every day to talk to me about a movie with a wrestler. Um I'm not going to I'm going to I'm going to just get into the episode. So, um yeah. Here it is. This one is fighting with my family. I'll put her down and then she'll play for a little bit. Yeah, you got to let the mind slow down before you go to sleep. <laughs> she usually ends up crawling in bed and falling asleep. Cutest little Mickey Mouse I ever did see, dude. Oh my dude. goodness, dude. Golly. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. I feel like we should have done a scary movie, but this isn't going to be released Do we on have Halloween. a scary movie? I guess Doom is the scariest movie on our list. Is that a, Are we talking about what other movies are on the list? I don't think it matters. Okay, we might not do Doom. Who knows? Things could change. I um, think so. <laughs> this is movies with wrestlers, <coughs> season three. Connor's gonna be on the show this season. Hell yes. Maybe longer if he wants to. I mean, I'm. I got a lot else going on. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> the <laughs> world <don't> either. <laughs> the world's weird now. Um, I'm going to blame not doing the podcast for a year on, on COVID. I think, I mean, if you have an excuse that good, no, you know what? It's been longer than a year. It's been two years. Yeah, I was looking the other day. It's been a long time. (laughs) It has. Yeah. Cause I, I ended, my plan was to end, um, cause I did the, 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 the Christmas special. I think was was, it was either the Christmas special that was with Eamon. Yeah. It was either the Christmas special or, um, nacho libre that ended the season which was a great episode nacho was good um with biggs it was probably your child that slowed down the podcast i don't know it was a lot of stuff like i've had a pretty crazy year at work that's true i've changed i'm not i'm not driving for work anymore i work in a store now in a grocery store and yeah it's just a lot of different things have happened. It's been we got really busy with the band for a while. We were for a while. For like that that summer we were super busy. So, I don't know. There's a lot of things I could blame it on, but I've been blaming everything on COVID, so I'll just keep with that trend and say the pandemic is what keep, has kept me from <laughs> from buckling down and doing it. That has been the case for me too. <laughs> My yeah. work has slowed this year. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people are seeing like either end of the spectrum cuz mine hasn't like my working at a grocery store I had a lot of work it was Nacho Libre the Christmas special was right before it but it was the it was like right before um New Year's so my plan was to like finish that out maybe take a month or two and then start jump back in yeah but yeah 2018 that was the year Athena was born yeah, I was still doing a little bit though. I did a season that year. Oh, who cares? We're moving forward. I make promises. I can't keep them. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop setting myself up for failure. And I'll, whenever I end a season, I'll just be like, I'll see you when I see you. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to do because I have a big, I have a similar thing. Like I'm bad in a similar way where I'll be like, I'm gonna do this, and then I just never follow through. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make myself start saying, I would like to do this, or like I've been thinking about doing this, and like not fully committing to things as I'm thinking of them for the first time. Yeah. No, that's, I think when you're young, you're just so ambitious and that's just been my problem. I've, I've aged, I'm closer to 30 than I am to 20 now. So I'm starting to mellow out quite a bit. Yeah. I've always been pretty mellow. So like, there's only so much, you've been mellow like a duck, you know what I mean? Like, don't paddling hard mean. under the water you you ever see a duck's feet when they're oh moving? yeah yeah how they're all like smooth on top of the water but then just like going ape shit underneath yeah that's what you've been like i yeah that's a for we, sure when we were young for sure for sure what movie are we doing it's the page movie it's, it's fighting with my movie. family fighting with my family um the wrestler in this movie actually there are like a lot of them if you think about it there's quite a few cameos there are I'm struggling to think of any. There's Big Show and Sheamus. At right. a moment. And the Miz is in there for the a Miz is in there for a hot minute. I think he wrote that scene that he was in because literally all it is is the Miz walks by, he looks at the the other like female trainees and they all like are starstruck by him. Yeah. Which I sorry, I've never thought of the Miz as like a huge star. <laughs> I guess I could see it in the reality TV world of, of things because he was I on guess. the real world and like he was sort of famous before he came to WWE, but like on the lowest possible level. Like I, it, it's, hard, it's hard for me to believe that all three of them are that excited to see The Miz. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if one of them was like, yo, that is The Miz. And then the other two are like, okay, that would feel pretty realistic to me. <laughs> Have you seen The Miz cricket commercial? I think so. I hate it. Yeah, I don't like celebrity commercials. Yeah, I don't like ever. I don't like any of them because there's a Charlotte one too. I think there's some other ones, um, but the Miz one is just so fake. Yeah. And so is the Charlotte one. Like I don't understand these little green characters. Anyway, it's stupid. It's <laughs> it's like it's a fucking commercial. What do I care? Um, but I do. I don't know why. No, it's. It's good. I just can't contribute because I, ha- I don't remember them. But I believe that Miz is bad in a commercial. The Miz one was like, he's like at a gym and this the one of the little green characters is also there and the Miz is like complimenting himself, but the little green guy thinks he's talking about him. Mm. So, I don't know. It's just so not good. We haven't done a Miz movie yet. You didn't? I thought... I don't think I've done a Miz movie. yet. Oh, I thought you did like one of his. Did he do? Was he the Marine replacement, or was that? Uh, well, Marine Two was Ted DiBiase Jr. Right, and then from three on, it's been the Miz. Gotcha. But you haven't done one of those Marine movies. No, I I did Behind Enemy Lines three, which had Mister Kennedy in it, which is like probably the closest comparison to the Marine franchise. Does that mean? That Mr. Kennedy and Gene Hackman are in the same franchise of movies. Absolutely, it does. Ugh, and Owen Wilson. That is blood curdling. Like <laughs> that hurts me. Um, and it's actually Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. He went double Kennedy in the credits. No, but he should have. Don't you think? Like Mr. Kennedy, dot dot dot, Kennedy. <laughs> 'Cause that was his thing. <laughs> it's Anderson now. He's Mr. Not, Anderson. He's not Mr. Kennedy. Anderson. Anymore. Yeah. Anderson. They would have to like change the format of the credits just for that one name. Be worth it. Would it? Just give him just give him the one title card and then put him at the very end of the scrolling credits. Or just don't put him in there. That's a bold choice too. <laughs> it's the whole credits, and then he gets the closing title. You know, on. it would actually be kind of funny because he's definitely not the star of that movie. <laughs> he he's on the poster like he's the star, like it's it's him on the poster of the movie. But Joe Manganiello is the main character <laughs> and definitely the the protagonist. Kennedy's kind of well, like the was it just kick. before Joe. Joey Mangs popped off. I would say, yeah. I think it was pretty close to when. When did he pop off? I think, and I could be wrong. I think it was because of True Blood. True Blood. So like okay, two thousands. Yeah. No, totally. It was probably right before that. I think Behind Enemy Lines three was probably two thousand six. Mm. I want to say because he was still in WWE because he was Kennedy. He was billed as Ken Kennedy. Ken Kenneth. Kenneth D. Um, Where do we start? Where do we start? So it's the page movie. I think we should start with cast. Okay. Because we, we got into this a little bit last night. We recorded this episode already, but we'll just say we lost the tape. Um, but this movie is cast so weird, in my opinion. It's not bad. Like, I think that they cast it the right way. But, like, there's a few just really odd choices. One being Lena Headey. Yeah, yes. it's. She's, like, she's just way too serious an actor for this movie. She is, and I don't think she... I don't know what it is. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy her as that character. I wonder if I just didn't buy the wig. Like, maybe if the wig was better, I would believe it better. I think I just have a hard time seeing her as anything other than Cersei. Yeah. I mean that's that's gonna be tough for her to break out. Yeah, I imagine that's such a prolific character that it, it she's just kind of stuck, you know, un- unless she's playing something kind of on on type for that. And this wasn't, or yeah, I mean this movie just like and i I mean this as like a compliment to her. I think she has too much gravitas for this movie. I think this yeah. movie just like isn't weighty enough for what she can do. No, I would agree with that a hundred percent. That's why I don't think it's so bizarre. Yeah, like who could we have cast for that part that would have been better? Oh who would have been good? She was not I could probably cast better people from Game of Thrones for That's that a good part point. What's uh the one, the the gal that was in X-Men, what's her name? Um, She was on Game of Thrones. What character in X-Men was she? Uh, she was in the new one. I think she was playing Jean Grey. I think. I haven't seen it. Oh, yes. um, Fuck, is it, is it Sophie Turner? Sophie Turner. She would have been better. She would have been good. She was too young. <laughs> she was too young. She would have been a good page. But too. in like, she would have been a good page for sure. I think the actress that played Paige was fine. She got it done, yeah. Yeah. She had a couple really good moments. Yeah, she I didn't think. bring it down. I just, I don't, like, the way that they portrayed Paige in this movie seemed so weird to me. Because should they portrayed her as, like, very timid and, like, so, sort of unsuccessful. When, like, having watched it, we know that she had a really good run in NXT. Yeah, she was beloved and everyone was excited when she came to Yeah, the, it was the main like roster. expected that she was going to go to the main roster soon. And then the movie they kind of played it like um it was unexpected and that she hadn't really had a TV presence in NXT. Yeah, the time like the the uh the passing of time in that movie was really hard to gauge. Yeah. Because they they turned what must have been she had to have been in on NXT TV for like 2 years. At least, yeah, I would guess at least two years. I don't remember her ever and being. And felt done. like three months of training, and then they were like, yep. "You're debuting on Raw for the Divas title tomorrow." Yeah. Do you think the horn thing is a real thing? So in the movie, Vince Vaughn has a horn for when people want to give up and quit because it's apparently really hard to become a, a WWE. Yeah, superstar. and when you're starting to like struggle with with an exercise, he'll taunt you with it. Yeah. So he like if you ring if you ring the horn then you're done and you can quit and throw in the towel, essentially. Do you think that's a real thing that they do? It can't be. It can't. I won't allow it. <laughs> it seems dramatic. It feels like too much, but it is WWE. That's the thing. I could, I could I see that being, believe it. I could see it being like some like bell above the door or something or like, you know, like I could see them having some sort of ritual that you have to do when you decide to quit. It is yeah. like, once you do this, you're done and there's no coming back from it. Well, it's kind of like watching tough enough where they had the, you remember the season where they had the chairs? Oh yeah. And, and you had to go fold up your chair and yeah, put it against the wall when you got cut. Yeah, dude. Um, something like that. Like I could totally see that. Uh, yeah. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if it was actually a horn, but I, they had, I'm sure they did something. Yeah. That's kind of what I to was thinking. demean you for quitting. Yeah. <laughs> um nick frost was in this movie he nick played... frost was really good in this movie. he's good in everything dude um he's just so funny yeah like that uh walking through cobwebs bit that he does oh that's one of the f- that i can't remember a time i've laughed harder than the first time i saw that dude if you could get tattoos of a gif <laughs> that would be number one on my i definitely list. would um but yeah he's very funny in this movie the scene of him like acting as the agent for one of the one of his wrestlers yeah. and like another wrestler is calling him and being like hey will will he take this trash can lid to the head and then Nick Frost puts the phone down he's like will you take this and he's like well what does it feel like and he just hits him in the <laughs> face with it <laughs> like that they have to test it out before yeah you know if you can handle it and then he just like picks up the phone and he's like yeah he'll do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like when they do the bowling ball it takes him an extra minute. <laughs> He's like, "Please <laughs> hang <go."> on." <laughs> <laughs> no, he was great, and especially as that, like, just spot on casting. Like seeing Paige's real dad. Yeah, that was uh, probably one of the better, like, true to life casting of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, I would aside say. from The Rock. The Rock, yeah. I did some research, and so The Rock is the wrestler. The, the I guess the main wrestler that we would focus on in the movie. And his role is um, they run into him at a show because they get a tryout for WWE because um, they're coming to London. And they, they go to do their tryout and they run into The Rock and they ask him for advice and The Rock cuts a mean promo on him. A, like a pretty good promo. Yep. Yep. Um, it's a classic Rock promo. Uh, yeah. Um, and inspires them. And then we're we're led to believe that The Rock has kept tabs on them. Since uh, he ran into him that day. Um, That whole thing is not true. (laughs) Really? Yeah. That's hard to believe. Did some reading. So it didn't happen like that. The Rock was around during that time because he was doing the The Rock versus Cena matches. Right. Which leads me to what the theme of this season is. It's The Rock versus Cena. And we're going to decide who wins. They don't win anything. Who wins as being the best actor or being the most, like what's the, who, how are we determining what they win or like how they win? Well, we'll put movies up head to head. So this, this movie will go up head to head with whatever the next movie we do is probably playing with fire. Yeah. Fighting with my my fire. Fighting with my fire. Um, Playing with my family. And you know, whoever wins the most is the winner. Okay, so it's gonna be points based. I think so. Okay. We'll just issue a point to whoever we think had the better movie of what's head to head. I like it. It's not the best system, but that's that's what we're gonna do. I like it. And it will determine a clear winner. Yeah. Because I mean the rocks the clear uh the clear hopeful. Like his career Cena's has definitely he's the in the a, his career is in a better place for sure. It's it's longer too though. Exactly, yeah. But that's the thing. A longer career means more stinkers too. I mean, you could argue that Cena had a better wrestling career, and The Rock has had a better film career. But that's that's remains to be seen because Cena just started acting, so and he's been in some pretty big movies. His i his on base percentage is probably higher than The Rock's. Yeah, The Rock was in some stinkers, some some like really steaming stinkers. Yeah. Um, and every movie Cena's done has been good. <laughs> especially bumblebee especially bumblebee and the marine uh, oh the marine yeah that movie was not good <laughs> it just wasn't um who else is in this movie Vince Vaughn is in the movie Vince Vaughn talk about Vince Vaughn for a minute cuz i want to look up who plays the brother um Vince Vaughn plays Vince Vaughn essentially in this movie a harder like fight trainer version of Vince Vaughn, but very much Vince, Vince Vaughn. He was funny. I thought he was really funny. He was pretty funny. He had some good moments. Yeah. He had one really jarring moment though, that made me hard to take the rest of his performance seriously. Yeah. Well, I think that that was not necessarily his fault, but editing. I agree. Um, because it is a very hard cut from it's during the receipt scene and, it's cool that they talk about receipts because I just watched that, uh, Undertaker, Randy Orton documentary and a driving point in that is a receipt that Randy Orton gets from the undertaker. But a receipt is essentially, if you, if you fuck up a move and you end up hurting the other person, they owe you a receipt. So they are going to, when they go to punch you in the face, they're actually going to punch you in the face. Or if they go to hit you with a chair, they're going to fucking hit you with a chair. (laughs) Yeah, to like let you know what it feels like and not to do it again. Yeah. I love the idea of receipts. I I do too. I think there's a lot of like um, negative shit about wrestling culture, like stuff that just kind of eats away at itself. Yeah. But that's one of the things that I would keep oh yeah i think it's it's universal. that's like honorable yeah it's it's like um putting your hand on the burner when you're young it hurts but you don't do it again yeah totally um i just love that old school wrestling shit i think where it becomes a problem is like you hear about a lot of old school wrestlers like having a reputation for giving receipts all the time or just like being stiff because they don't think anyone's taking it seriously right like like the uh The threshold for what deserves a receipt gets a lot lower the longer that you do it, it seems like. Yeah, I think, like, Jericho, for example, I've heard works pretty stiff. Yeah. Which, I think, I like that. I think Brian probably works pretty stiff, too. Yeah, I think it's all about, like, whether an agreement has been made to to work that stiff, you know what I mean? Or at least, like, an an acknowledgement that it's going to happen. I think to, like, surprise somebody with that is... unless they're the miz unless it's the miz because the miz Miz has a reputation of working very soft and not catching people yeah not taking and just making stuff look bad yeah because he doesn't want to take the bumps yeah like like daniel bryan said he looks like he's afraid to get hit (laughs) yeah which is very true i think he since he like called him out on that though he's gotten a lot better about it yeah he took the note for sure i it seems like he took a lot of notes yeah. that daniel Bryan gave him in that feud yeah they'll be one of the best feuds of that era i think yeah that was just great. long running and that talking smack segment it's gonna be like that in the festival of friendship oh god dude i fucking love the festival of friendship and then like i'm struggling to remember any other storylines uh, yeah nothing big brian was the big one i think as far as like, that was the underdog story of that decade. Yeah. Whereas Rey Mysterio was the underdog story of the 2000s. Yeah. Um. And Dominic Mysterio was the <laughs> underdog story of the 20s. I don't even know how to feel about him. God um, bless him. God bless him. He's so much bigger than his He dad. takes bumps. He does, yeah. He's, He's tough as shit. He sort of just, was he in NXT at all? I he, think so. Okay. I don't know if he was on TV much. It just seemed like he skipped straight to the main roster. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what he does. We'll see. He should probably create his own character, though, and not just do the 619 and stuff. Yeah, it's always tough to see a kid of a wrestler just really do the whole gimmick. Yeah. Speaking of kids of wrestlers, do you know who the stunt double was for Paige? No, I don't. It was Tessa Blanchard. Really? Yeah. And Zelina Vega was AJ. Zelina Vega was AJ, which I don't know, how did you feel about that choice? I like uh, Zelina Vega on wrestling, like on Raw. She's a great manager and she can talk, but I did not like her performance in this movie. I didn't either. I don't know who else you choose to play AJ. She looks a lot like her, for sure. Like they made her seem I like not a lot like her. It's yeah. pretty obvious that it's not AJ Lee. She moved like her, like she She, acted like her. Yeah, she body language wise, she was spot on. But I don't know, I just didn't totally, didn't totally buy it. Yeah. Um. So I looked up the cast. Yes. The brother, probably one of the better actors in the movie. Uh, Yeah. Pedigree wise, and mm -hmm. just like his scenes were the most like believable and moving in the movie. Agreed. His name's Jack Loudon. He was, in, he was in that movie Dunkirk. Apparently a very good Scottish actor that I didn't really recognize. Huh. He was in the Capone movie that Tom Hardy did. Oh shit. But yeah, really unique casting but pretty pretty well casted, I would say. Apart from a few choices. Yeah, I think the problems weren't with the casting but with like the editing and directing. Yeah. Um, like just tonally it felt there wasn't like a connective tissue from scene to scene, tone like emotionally. No, I would agree with that. Is it Stephen or Stephen? It was Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant directed it. Um, which like I would say it fits his tone to a degree. Yeah, but it was yeah an interesting choice. I think it was a pretty funny movie. It was pretty like the the jokes are really good. Yeah, it it was a Stephen Merchant movie in that respect. I think they were probably just like rushed. Like it, like that Vince Vaughn scene where he yells about giving receipts and stuff. Yeah. It felt to me like they should have just done another take of that to like kind of smooth it out a little bit. Yeah. And see, that's where I can't tell if it's a performance thing or if it's an editing. Thing. Yeah. Right. Cause what they might've had the right, they might've, yeah, they might've had something, but I don't know. I think they wanted it to be an abrupt beat. Like the, the tone changing very quickly but i just don't think it made sense he just didn't get frustrated necessary. at all he was like well he was like explaining yeah. we don't give receipts there and was, then he's like we don't fucking give receipts it's yeah, like there if was you no build up see him start to get frustrated a little bit yeah there was definitely no build up so maybe it could have been maybe they just didn't have that build up from him maybe he was having a bad day that day yeah i want i i haven't seen him talk about this movie at all i want to know why he chose this <laughs> I want to know why a couple people chose this project. Mainly Cersei. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't make sense for her. It doesn't make sense for her. Nick Frost totally makes sense. Yeah. Like, he can do movies that are of a higher quality than this, but it, like, makes sense that... Not even... I don't even mean to say that this is, like, a bad movie. It's just, like, a... It's fine. It's a tier below, like, cinema, is all I'm saying. Yeah. I... It it I said this last night, but I think it is very much a Hallmark movie. Totally, yeah. It's something you would see on TV, and it follows that those story patterns too. Yeah, because like basically every movie that's on Hallmark, like not to say that there's not different movies, because they have their Christmas movies, they've got their their love story movies, they've got their murder movies. Um, but all of those movies within that genre, each genre, are the same movie with just different names and different characters and slightly different storylines, but they all hit the same points. Yeah. The structures are like very exact. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they did that with this movie. Like they created the rock character to honestly, he produced this movie and his character, the, to me seems like the only reason it was created was to make the rock look good. Like, The Rock saw something in these kids, and The Rock is the reason Paige is so successful. Yeah, he took time out of his day to give them a pointer right before their tryout. Yeah, and they wove the the Vince Vaughn character in with The Rock, because their whole thing was... uh, Vince Vaughn was a journeyman, as he called it in the movie, and he was there to make the bigger guys look good, which is why... Uh, Paige's brother didn't make it to the WWE. Because the WWE wasn't looking for journeymen, Right. And they had that history that the Rock had thrown him off a thirty foot steel cage and he Onto a concrete pad and ended his career. That definitely didn't happen. <laughs> what was the nickname Rock called him? Oh, what was it? It was like uh something Involving him making stars, sex tape. Sex tape. Pretty good. That's yeah. a pretty good joke. Yeah. I mean, like for this type of movie, that's a pretty good joke. <laughs> yeah. I I was going into this movie thinking it was more of a family movie than it was. Yeah, like, I it, thought the same thing. It was to a degree, but it a was, family could watch it. It was a little edgier. There's like, some sex stuff. There's some sex, not like sex scenes, but like suggestive dialogue. Yeah. And Just freely talking about cocks and bollocks. Yeah, <laughs> which all the all the dick jokes in this movie hit. Yeah, like it's pretty. They're 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 fifty percent. They're hit or miss, but I think in this movie all the dick jokes hit. <laughs> which is, I mean, that's a high degree degree of difficulty in itself. <laughs> yeah. No, and I thought uh, actually the back and forth between Paige and her brother, which was kind of like the driving point of the movie was like her vote over him and how it affects him, how it affects her sort of thing. And their back and forth was really good. Like they played off each other pretty well. They did. Yeah. Her brother was so good in this movie. He's the only one that like, I don't know, was believable. Basically. Yeah. Cause he like, he had like the, just the most heart in this. Yeah. Movie just as movie. far as the dramatic stuff. Cause yeah. like Nick Frost is there to tell jokes Vince Vaughn is there for a little bit of heart, but mostly to tell jokes, yeah, um, but he was there for like the really hard emotional stuff, and so was she. I think he showed up a little more than than she did, yeah, not that she wasn't believable. he was calling the spots in there emotional scenes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, what else can we say about fighting with my family? <laughs> did you like it? What grade do you give it I you know i did I didn't hate it, but it's not like. I don't know because my expectations weren't super high going in. Like, I I think that I was I knew I was gonna enjoy it either way because I I lived through Paige's career essentially. Yeah, because it was a short one. But I have been watching her since she was in NXT, and then when she went through the main roster. Yeah, like we watched her debut on Raw together. Yeah, like we watched that scene when it actually happened. Yeah. Um. So I knew I was gonna like it either way. I think it was fine for what it was. I don't think it was trying to be anything other than a lighthearted... Just enjoyable. Yeah. 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 Um, It had some really good moments, and it had some, like, meh moments, but I'd probably give it, like, a B. As a movie, I'd give it probably a B. Yeah. I think that's about where I'm at, too. Um, Like, I watched it by myself once, and I, I got bored, and I don't think I finished it. And then I watched... If I were to watch it, like with my family at the holidays, I think I would think it was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's got something for everybody. I think. Yeah. It's very inspirational. Um, is it very <laughs> inspirational? I think the story is, I think the story is very inspirational. I think the story of Paige is very inspirational. And actually after the events of the movie, I think the story of Paige has gotten even more inspirational. Um, like, I just think, like, what she's doing now as as just, like, a person, like. I know she's sober now. Tackling, yeah, alcohol and, like, she took fame really hard, I think. Yeah. And so I think, like, to be able to pull out of that is difficult and impressive in its own ways. Yeah. And she's, like, pretty absent from TV. It seems like yeah. I haven't seen her on anything WWE related in a long time. Yeah. I think I thought she does like backstage stuff for WWE. She might, she might be on like talking smack every now and then, or I don't know if they do that WWE backstage show. Or just anymore. like does appearances for them. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. She's been teasing, teasing a comeback. So her career might not be done. Edge came back. Isn't her. Yeah, I guess. How long did he come back for? He's not still there, is he? He's not full time, but I think he, he has like a three or four match contract. He'll or show up for WrestleMania like and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Like the big ones he might, he was in the rumble this year and that was the big thing for like the build up to WrestleMania. His entrance at the rumble was pretty great. Oh man. They're such a big pop. Speaking of big pops, let's talk about the final scene where she wins the, the divas title. Um, they definitely changed it a bit to fit the story because in the movie she comes out and like her big thing is like not having confidence, right? Because she, she, I, I, they want us to believe that she feels she can't do it without her brother, which she may have felt that, but it didn't really show. I don't think when she was in NXT, like in, in real life. Yeah. They showed a couple of NXT shows, but they didn't, they didn't like, there wasn't a scene about her learning that she was going to debut on NXT TV or right. anything like that. Yeah, it was all just sort of a a quick blurb, her time in NXT. Yeah. Like, it, it seemed like a training camp, sort of. Yeah, like that's big. what it felt like to me the whole time. It felt more like a Tough Enough than it did NXT TV. Yeah, because there was, like, obstacle course challenges and, yeah. like, all of their, like, beach fitness torture and he would like cut people so like if you're still at the stage where you're getting cut that doesn't feel like you're in it that doesn't feel like you're on tv well and especially because like people are still getting cut on nxt but they're have they're doing it in private meetings where they're like we're letting you go yeah it's not like hey this is a tryout standing in line and if i don't shake your hand you're cut right yeah and that's what it felt like yeah we're they all these people have contracts at this point with NXT at least. Yeah. Which is a WWE contract. So, yeah, the way they did that was just very rushed, I think, because that there there was a huge buildup. Yeah, NXT it was like the her. first half of the movie was two weeks worth of time. And then the second half of the movie was three or four years. Yeah. Um. But that scene where she debuts, Zelina Vega plays AJ. Which we've talked about her enough. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's not that she did a bad job. I just didn't I just buy didn't it. Didn't buy it at all. Yeah. Like, I don't know who they could have gotten that would have been better. But I think the fact that we know her as Zelina Vega made it weird that she was playing another wrestler. Yeah, Probably. I think that's really what it is because and because we know what AJ Lee is like and like that combination of things is probably what makes it different. like someone who doesn't know either would probably just be like that's a heel yeah 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 totally um but in that movie like they they build it up like Paige doesn't have confidence and can't cut a promo and and all this get stage fright sort of thing um and they they play that up She's that. like silent on the mic for ten seconds yeah, or like, something. Yeah, she's silent. She is like has a poor performance from the start, sort of thing. When really I think she came in and there was a huge pop from the crowd for one. I remember there being a huge pop for Paige debuting. Yeah. Me too. And the fact that she was debuting in a in a title match. Sort of thing. And then when she won it, it was even bigger. But they had to play it from the point in the movie. They had to play it from the point that she was trying to win over the guy. Yeah, she needed to, to overcome it. When she, in reality, that happened over WrestleMania weekend, right? So there's an NXT takeover, which I'm sure Paige wrestled at and had a great match at, that most of those people were probably at NXT. Right. So they already knew who Paige was. Then WrestleMania happened, and they were hyped on WrestleMania, and then they have Monday Night Raw the next night. So these people have been watching WWE content for the last three or four days. They're well aware of Paige, and when she debuts on Raw, like it's a huge thing. They already know who she is. She's already over with the crowd. Yeah. But that doesn't really play in a movie like this. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's the conflict that she that's has to like overcome. That's not like a moment of triumph. If they had played it a little bit longer and delved a little bit deeper into her career, like when she does start to sort of go down a dark path yeah. and then comes out of it, that might have been a better movie, but it would have been a longer so movie. So it's like a three-hour Scorsese movie <laughs> where the last act is the, is like the aftermath of cocaine? Yeah. Not that Paige did cocaine. Scorsese movie's cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think it needs to be an epic like that, but we probably... She doesn't need like the Dirk Diggler. No. Paid maybe in the truck maybe we theme. split it to two movies. Okay. And they might still do that. Wow. Are they going to do a sequel still fighting, fighting with, with my family. Still fighting with my family. <laughs> for the holidays. It'll be a holiday <laughs> Hallmark movie. Yeah. Um she was in a Christmas movie, wasn't she? She was. She was in a Mismas movie, wasn't she? Yes, she was. Uh Christmas? Well, uh, what was it called? I think she was in two. Was no, it like she was Santa's only a little helper or something like it that. It was either Santa's Little Helper or Christmas Bounty, I think is the other no, one. No, yeah, you're right. I think it was Santa's Little Helper though. There was another um, another uh diva in that. I don't know what they they just call him. It was Summer women. Ray, I think was it, was it, it Summer yeah, Rae? I think. Summer Ray might have been one of the characters in this movie. I think one of them was based on Summer a, Yeah, I think, yeah, I I think it was the one that she gave the receipt to, because they don't say it explicitly, and I think it's a different name or whatever. But acted just like Summer Rae. But they all they any of them could have been Summer a, I guess they're all kind of the same character. The the three other. Trunies. Yeah, I don't have any guesses for who the other two are. I uh, probably just. All of them combined. Yeah, just the rest of the NXT women from that time. Yeah, like Vince Vaughn's character is a combination of four or five different trainers. I want to know which one of them got thrown off of a cage, though. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I I don't know. We'd have to look and see who was training at that time. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin to find that Uh, information. It was interesting, though, watching a... uh, a movie version of something that played out while we were watching. It was. I don't remember if there's anything else that I've seen that is similar to that, that like I lived through in that way. It'd be like if they made a movie of all of the Montreal job. Like if they made oh. a fictionalized movie. That would be pretty awesome. Wouldn't it? I think that'd be sweet. That would be actually, that would be a good Aaron Sorkin movie, I feel like. I feel like he could do great work with that. Who would uh, play Brett the Hitman Hart? Um, Oh, what's his fucking name? Mickey Rourke. (laughs) I don't really know. It would have to be somebody fairly young because Brett was like, I think Sebastian late... Stan, I think, would be a good... Who is he? He was, um, He's Bucky in the Captain America movie. Oh, yeah, he would be good. He would be really good. Who would play Shawn Michaels? That's what I'm trying to think of. Adam Cole, baby. I mean, that would work. He basically is Shawn Michaels. It's true. Not like the same character, necessarily, but they look so much alike, and their moves are so much the same. Yeah. No, he does. Adam, he wrestles so much like Adam Cole him. is the new Shawn Michaels. Um we should make that movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm down. You think we could get funding from WWE Studios? Um I well, I I mean they talk about the screw now. Yeah, they made, they've made plenty of documentaries about it. I think we could probably get it done as long as they don't make us do it from the Brett screwed Brett angle of things. Yeah. I think if we came to them with a script, they would probably make it. Who plays Vince McMahon? That's what I was wondering the same thing. Alec Baldwin. He'd be good. He would be good. He would be pretty good. Um, I feel like there's somebody better, though. This is probably the least listenable part of this podcast, but also one it's of my favorite parts. Kind of the most important part. We don't have to decide now. We could just try to get to the answer by the end of the season. Okay. Yeah. Well, like each episode, we'll bring someone that we think could play Vince McMahon. Yeah. Because I am like... Okay. Eventually, they're going to make a a movie where Vince McMahon is a character, right? So, yes. Definitely. That's going to happen. So, I think what we should do now, then, is figure out what characters, like the full list of characters would need to be cast in The Screwjob. Yeah. That's good. That's a good plan. So obviously, Brett and Sean and Vince. Triple Probably H. Triple H. Um, Brett's wife at the time. Brett's I'm forgetting wife. her name. Uh, you knew Hunter. I'll <laughs> um, oh, was... swear to God, all you like. <laughs> who was she? She was, I want to say, she was part of a wrestling family, wasn't she? She was, I forget the heart lineage is the heart family tree is so Brett's sister to me is you could have Natty play Brett's wife. Excellent. Might be kind of weird because that's her uncle in real life, but she looks a lot like she does. Yeah, no, she would be good. Or Beth Phoenix is a great alternative to, to Natty. Yeah. Um, I think Foley is in the hall back there. Foley, yeah, he was definitely around that time. There'd and then have to it's be like Steve Austin, probably Steve Austin, Pat Patterson. I think pa- I think Pat Patterson was in the room. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to figure out. Oh, this will be tough. Yeah, I'm excited though. We'll have a full cast by the end of this season for this, and Dude, then we'll make the movie. You're gonna be the one that has to write the script, but I can write that script. Okay. I was born to write that. What's script. it called? Is it just called Screwjob? It's just called job, I think. Yeah. Like, that's a great name. Yeah. I don't know. I can't see them not making it. They have to make it. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't yet. They got to wait for, because Brett won't sign off on it. Oh, they got to wait for Brett to die? You got to wait for Brett to die, or maybe Vinny won't sign off on it. No, he would. He'd make any movie. He'd he sign, sign off on it money. as long as it was Brett's fault. That's what I'm saying. Like That's why they haven't made is because they can't agree on, on the real ending. Yeah. Who screwed who. Maybe that's the name of the movie. Man, there's going to be a lot of interesting things coming out whenever Vince dies. Oh, I think so, too. It's going to be like, that's all that week of wrestling is going to be about, is Vince McMahon dying. Oh, yeah. And just stories that people are like, now that he's dead, I can tell you exactly how he covered up. <laughs> snooka murdering his girlfriend. Oh man. Yeah. All this shady shit that he's probably done. Yeah. yeah. Eventually we'll know. <laughs> Eventually we'll know. Um Yeah. Overall it was a a decent movie, but a little formulaic. Yeah. I bet like a, a, like I bet if there's a kid that likes wrestling in your family, they would love this movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's got a good message, I think. And isn't, at the end of the day, wrestling for the kids? I think it really is, yeah. Yeah. And for me. Yeah, and it's... Specifically. Yeah, it's for Eric and the kids. (laughs) Yep. Me and the kids. (sighs) We did it. We did it. Um, excited for the, the, the next John Cena movie we're going to watch, which will be something. Speaking of kids, I think mine's awake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right, there it is. The first episode of Movies with Wrestlers in two-plus years. I want to thank Biggs from the Not Safer Network for not forgetting about us and keeping the the website up and and everything that he does i want to thank connor for coming on every single episode of this show this season and helping me i want to thank panther car for the intro outro music it's non-peril it's off their album pomegranate which is one of my favorite albums from last year and i want to thank all of you for coming back and and listening i have a three-year-old with me right now so i have to go But come back next week. There will be more episodes. And thanks. Okay, bye, everybody. Say bye, everybody, Athena. Bye, everybody. Listen to all the podcasts on the Not Safer Network. Go in-depth with your favorite movies and explore the themes, the influences, and the core of what made it great. Every week, listen to A Cosmic Void. Jump back into the new season of Movies with Wrestlers as Eric and Connor answer the question, who makes the better movies, John Cena or The Rock? Revisit classic TV shows with a modern eye in the show and syndication. And two movies that were box office bombs, underappreciated, or forgotten to time are dissected and thrown into battle with each other in a continuing effort to pull a cinematic diamond out of the rough every week on Box Office Battle.